eventually the end goal would really be for the Yacht Stew to be the one place that stewardesses go to for any and all needs, whether it be finding a resource of my recommendations for courses, to service training guides, to trying to get started. Hey guys, you're listening to The Side Hustle Movement, a podcast for you, the high achieving female entrepreneur who's tired of their nine to five. Now, I know you're wanting to turn that side hustle into your full-time gig. Hell yeah. I'm Cherie Murray, ex-chef from the luxury super yachts, and now I'm living life on my own terms, helping women reclaim their financial sovereignty, time choice, and freedom back. Now, each week, I'm going to be bringing you tips and tricks straight to your phone that you can implement into your business. Are you ready to take Take your side hustle to the next level. All right, guys, welcome to the Side Hustle Movement, a podcast for female entrepreneurs. So I'm super freaking excited today because I've got the absolute rock star, Gemma, from the Yacht Stew jumping on. Now, Gemma is working on yachts and has also created the most powerful brand that I have come across on Instagram. She kept popping up. I've been following her for a while and I just had to bring her on to share her story. She's got an incredible podcast, which we will be linking to this podcast. You can go tune in. She's got an epic blog. All can be found in her Instagram as well. You guys will have the links, but I'm really excited for her to be on here today and share her story. Share that us yachties can be working on yachts and create a strong personal brand, exactly like I have, exactly like Gemma has. So Gemma, thank you so much for jumping on. My pleasure. Thank you for taking the time to have me. I appreciate it. Of course, of course. So I'd love to like start from the start and just, if you could share a little bit, like how did you even get started? How did the Yacht Stew concept come out? Mm, Of course. So at the time I was on a boat based in Canada and no surprise, there's not a lot of boats around. Um, And it kind of started from two places. One, um, I was really freaking lonely, to be honest. There just were no stews around. Really, I really struggled to kind of connect with people on that professional level, Uh, you know, really finding people that understood what we did. And two, I had been on the boat for three years at that point, and we did not ever have guests in the winter. And I was kind of bored. I just needed a bit more of that creative push and that outlet, something more than just, well, on Mondays we do taps and showers. And on Tuesdays we do this on the boat. I just needed something else. And I was literally sitting on my bed in my cabin, Ben and I, my husband were about to go for dinner. And I was like, oh, I just started this Instagram account called The Yacht Stew. And I said, I just posted a photo of a table. We'll see what happens. And uh, that was the start of something magnificent that I, I, I truly never thought it would grow to this, um, yeah. in all honesty. But that was kind of the beginnings. Oh, my gosh. I absolutely love that. And I can resonate. Like, being on, being on boats can be quite isolating at times, especially in places like Canada. I've spent a lot of time in Maine where it was super isolating. And I feel even now more than ever, us like yacht crew in general, including a lot of people around the world, a craving community and craving like-minded people and having, you know, we were just talking about how excited, how awesome it is to meet people online, but to actually be connecting is just something special. Okay. So it just started with a post, an idea, the inspiration to share your journeys as a yacht stewardess. 
Yeah. And then it just kind of grew from there. I mean, I was very much in the, in the headspace that you just mentioned of craving that community. I mean, previously I've been based in Barcelona, for example, and there was a captain's dinner, a chief engineer's dinner and a bosun's dinner. And I just thought to myself, well, who's representing the stews? Who's bringing us together? Who's encouraging us to, you know, raise the bar in terms of creativity or what we're offering guests? And I just... I was getting quite frustrated because I really felt as though we weren't um, perhaps as valued as we should be. And I didn't feel as though we were represented enough. So I just thought if obviously this thought kind of came as the yacht stew progressed and I just kept thinking to myself, if even through this, I can maybe bond two or three girls together who are on the other side of the world, um, you know, to meet up or to feel like they're being heard, then that's totally worth it for me. So it certainly has grown. And as you mentioned, we've got the podcast now and the blog and the Instagram, and there's a private Facebook chat as well. That's got six or 700 girls in who all talk about the best gynecologists or, um, you know, crew placement, assisting with interviews and things like that. So I think um, I try as hard as I can with the Yacht Stew to appeal to the masses, but also really ensure that I'm meeting all the needs of everybody um, around me and, and those that reach out to me. Yeah. And I can definitely see that in your posts, you know, you're sharing content that's serving yacht stewardesses. It immediately speaks to them. And of course I was a chef on yachts, but even For me, I could see the idea of the community that you were bringing together, connecting the stewardesses, which is so important. You know, even as a yacht chef, I felt similar to you. I thought there had to be more than just having every Monday or every first of the month was clean the oven day. Every Friday was take everything out of the fridges and clean the fridge day. I knew there had to be something else. So I I can resonate with that part. And I think what you share is just absolutely beautiful. And you can see the community you've built. And how long has the Yacht Stew been going? So I started um, the Instagram in March 2016. And then I launched the blog in June 2017. Um, And then the podcast is recent. It just was live last month in July. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the podcast is amazing. And everyone will have access to the podcast through this podcast. I'll make sure all the links are up there. So what sort of, you know, a lot, some people, it's a lot of the time we can see the glory, but not the actual story. So was there any like adversity, things you had to push through when you were creating? Cause you have a very strong, powerful personal brand that people are really connecting to. And I can, I can see it growing times a thousand more than it already has. Uh, and I've been watching it for a while, but what was going on at the start? Was there any adversity? Were you afraid of showing up as yourself? Yeah, massively. I mean, the first six months, no one knew my name. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, no one knew anything. No one had seen a photograph of me. And I think the whole purpose was initially, I just wanted to help inspire and to be inspired by others through a community. It wasn't about, hi, I'm Gemma and I work on boats. It's hey, I'm a stewardess and I would love to connect with other stews. I wanted to take away, you know, I guess myself from the equation. And I think it also is, um, I don't know the best way to describe it, but it can be a little intimidating as well. And I meet people who are like, oh, you're the yacht stew. And it has happened a few times now. And I just, oh my gosh, I I get really embarrassed. And I don't know why I get embarrassed, but I just think, um, 
you know, I just, I, I love connecting to people on a personal level. So for me, the Yacht Stew is about the community. And then I, I guess sometimes I do struggle to bridge that gap of like, yeah, I know I run the Yacht Stew, but the Yacht Stew for me is everybody that's a part of it. It's not me. So when people, yeah. you know, come up and meet me and go, oh, you're the Yacht Stew. I think actually you're a part of the community. So, so are you. I'm Aww. just Gemma. That actually just that's... gave me goosebumps was having, yeah, just that the Yacht Stew is the community. It's not just you. Of course you are part of the face of it it's your brand as such of course but i love that you said everyone's part of the yacht stew like the community is the yacht stew i think that was freaking beautiful and it 100 gave me goosebumps when you said that because i know how important reflecting from when i was on yachts full-time i know how important community is whether you're a yacht chef stewardess bosun captain so i love that you found a gap where people weren't being supported and created that. And I can definitely resonate with not wanting to be seen. It's definitely a bit nerve wracking putting yourself out there. So how did you overcome it? Or was it just like a natural progression that you decided you'd attach your name to the Yacht Stew? It it certainly happened over time. Um, As I said, I mean, it took six months. So it definitely (laughs) took me some time to warm up to the idea. Um, I was just very fortunate in that um, a few publications were reaching out just to do interviews about yachting on the west coast of Canada or being a yacht student so on and so forth and they always kept asking for my name and I just kept saying no and eventually I just thought well what's the harm if people know who I am and you know, I guess the initial thought with the Yacht was I'm really lonely. And I just thought, how am I ever going to connect one-on-one with people if they don't even know my name? And when people would message me and um, ask for advice or just, you know, um, on Instagram and so on and so forth. And I would always say, oh, by the way, my name is Gemma. And I just thought, gosh, I think they should just know who I am. And um, just, I had to just own it eventually. And I, I did, and I shared a photo. And shortly after that, I actually shared a photograph of my husband and I from our engagement photo. And someone actually wrote the most horrendous, disgusting, cruel comment about me. And I, I said to my husband, I said, oh, this is why I don't want people to know my name. Like that was such a beautiful moment that they took away from us. So I have had to really try as hard as I can to not let any of that get to me. And it's certainly easier said than done because, you know, you're letting people into your lives. Um, so I, I think with the Yacht Street brand, I'm not what people would call maybe the typical Instagram influencer. I let people into my life, but I also really try to focus on the broader spectrum. And I think just I try not to get too, too personal sometimes because it can be quite devastating when things like that happen. And it's just really crap. You don't want that to happen to you. So I've had a few setbacks like that. And then it does take me a little while to kind of regain the comfortability of letting people back into my world. You know, this is my husband's life. I'm not going to have someone and and so on and so forth. So I've certainly dealt with some of that before and I've lost jobs before or like in the runnings for jobs on interviews. I had a captain say, I really admire what you do. And he said, every stewardess on this boat follows you. He said, but we are super private. And he said, I know I followed you for a while. I actually know you would never post about the boat because I've never seen you post anything about any boat you've been on unless you have prior permission, so on and so forth. He just said, I just, I can't get it through management. So I have had some of those situations pop up. Um, Yeah. But my, my last boat, they loved it and they thought it was quite interesting. So, yeah, you know, exactly. it, it swings around. There's been some really good highs and there's obviously been some lows where, 
you know, I'm crying in my cabin thinking, what the hell am I doing? And then other days you just think this is the most incredible experience. I've met some of my absolute best friends through this account. I've gone on holiday with them together. I've met their whole family. I love that. My wedding. And I wouldn't have met them without this. So for oh, me, wow. That's yeah, so amazing. cool. That is so cool. And I love that you shared the highs and the lows. Like people can see, as we said before, we jumped on, they can see the glory, but not the story, not seeing like, yeah, you have the trials and tribulations of yachts being wary because of course your owners are extremely private. And, but mm. as that captain said, I've never seen you post anything that showcases what boat you're even I have no idea what boats you've ever worked on good (laughs) I'm doing my job yes what you're doing is working and it is sometimes when we put ourselves out there there are trolls there are haters but you know one thing a business coach did tell me and maybe she's a bit more masculine so she's a bit more tougher on me she said when you've got haters you know you're doing it right but it, it's also shitty when you get it, when you get the negative mm-hmm. comments, when you get, you know, you're putting yourself out there and you get a negative comment. It does, we're human, right? We're not robots. Yeah, we, It absolutely. does take a while to bounce back. But I love that you've come back even stronger from this. And as you said, it's, you're showcasing a bit of everything. Your main intention with the Yacht Stew, which you're doing amazingly as far as I can see, obviously the whole yachty world is seeing it. Um, <laughs> is showcasing yacht life and helping stewardesses and creating a community. And yeah, you let a little bit of your personal life in here and there, but your main intention for the account is to create an incredible community, which is what Mm. you've done. Where do you see this going? Where do you see the yacht stew going? You've got the blog, you've got the podcast, you know, things I can see your account getting busier and busier because I'm a stalker. (laughs) (laughs) Where do you see it? What's your vision? I mean, eventually the end goal would really be for the Yacht Stew to be the one place that stewardesses go to for any and all needs, whether it be finding a resource of my recommendations for courses to service training guides to trying to get started. I think having one central location would be incredible. And I am so, so big on supporting entrepreneurship, supporting, you know, girls that have left the industry or currently in the industry with businesses or um, similar to yourself. So I think having that one location where I can showcase everything and everyone would just be amazing. I mean, it would be pretty magical. Oh, I love that. I don't even doubt that that for a second that that's going to happen for you, that the Yacht Stew will be the one-stop shop for yacht, for yacht stews. <laughs> I just uh, I don't see that not happening. I think it's already done. So, <laughs> and I'm excited to see it all unfold. So say there's like a yacht stewardess or any yacht crew member, because, you know, it doesn't have to just be yacht stewardesses that are wanting to get into the online space or create an online brand. What sort of advice would you give for someone wanting to start creating a personal brand while they're working on yachts? Because, you know, you might have heard this before, but as like a coach, as a business coach, I hear a lot of, I just don't have time. One more season, then I'll start my brand. You know, there's no time right now. What would be your advice for the person listening to this podcast? They're sitting in the crew cabin, third charter in a row, They've been thinking about this business for years, their idea, they've had an idea. What would be your advice to them? Their next. Yeah. 
Definitely. I mean, for me, I found starting small worked for me. I never planned on it growing to this size, but I think if you have those ideas, hone in on them because I am seeing ideas that I've wanted to do for years. And now I'm watching other girls that are maybe a year or two ahead of me that are absolutely killing it and and doing multiple versions of perhaps something I would have one day have wanted to have done. So I think for me, I've always written out my ideas and I try and redo it every three or four months because I think as time progresses, your focus and your determination for specific things is going to change. So every few months I write out all my ideas and I prioritize them as to how, you know, things could lay out or how they are important to me. And that really helps me prioritize. But I just set myself small goals. You know, I've been that person who, gosh, sometimes on charter, I'll be like, oh, it's 8 a.m. Okay, great. I'll go to my cabin and pee at noon. That gives me four hours. And then I'll run around like a crazy woman trying to get stuff done. And that's been me in the past. And so I get doing all this is so not easy. No, it's not. (laughs) You know, it's not. And eventually, you know, I'm in a position where people reach out and ask for advice. I owe it to them to give them the time of day. I can't just give them a half-ass, you'll have a good day when they've just poured their heart out to you. That's so unfair. So I think just prioritizing for me, that's something that's really important. So even if it's not every day, every other day, I'll sit down and I will um, reply. On my breaks with guests on, if I get a two-hour break, I will try and spend an hour smashing out a blog post and then I have an hour of me time. But I try and not let it take over my life. I have in the past and it just consumes you. Yeah. You know, our jobs are all consuming anyways. And then you're essentially taking on a second part-time job. It can very quickly become full-time if you are not strategic and efficient with your time management. That's something I've had to learn the hard way. You owe it to your crew to still be a crew member. You can't just opt out and go, oh, I'm working on a blog. Sorry, I'm now busy for the next seven weeks. That's insanity. You still need a life. So I just think um, always prioritizing, as I said, be efficient with your time. Plan ahead. There is an app called Planoli that's brilliant Ooh, okay. if you're Instagram. It's just spelled P-L-A-N-O-L-Y. And you can pre-schedule all your Instagrams. So for me, if I've got a blog coming up, I will pre-schedule the Instagram posts that will go with it if I'm going to include any quotes. And I'll just try and pre-schedule what I can. And something I've started doing in the last six months, because gosh, my ideas for the industry were just exploding in my head and I wasn't sleeping. So I have a notebook. (laughs) I know those feels, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And so I have a notebook and it it basically lives in the Bridge Deck Pantry. And I just write any idea that comes to my head in that book, whether it be a topic or a podcast, something I want to discuss with friends about maybe a future project, so on and so forth. Just get it out, get it out of your head. Because these ideas and this creativity will come throughout the day, especially when you're busy and you don't have time to think about it. That's it's true. Here. It is true. I've got a little folder on my notes for content that I just quickly, if I'm out and about, as you say, it seems to be when I'm really busy that ideas flow. So mm-hmm. I'll quickly grab my phone and just write down that idea, whether it's a headline, an idea for a podcast, whatever. So I think that's an amazing tip because that is a game changer when you're in the zone to be getting those ideas out. I used to often think it's cool. I'll remember it after I've done the guest dinner. And I know it's not always handy to quickly go get your phone and write that thing. But well, as a chef, my phone was just in front of me anyway, in front of the past sort of thing. So I'd quickly write it down and be like, okay, back to it. Just so I didn't lose that thought, lose that idea. So I love that. Absolutely. And And it doesn't take long. It doesn't take long to scribble up an idea. And then you're also letting your brain rest. You know, you're giving, you're getting that creativity out. You're writing it down. 
you don't have to be mulling it over at night so you aren't sleeping because I've definitely done that before where I don't sleep because I should have just written it down for goodness sake and I don't and I just think it's important to you know honor those ideas because there's value to them um, but don't let it consume you no and I do love that you touched on that still having your me time because I've done the same as you I've worked full-time I've had the second part-time job building my businesses on the yachts like I did and it did start to get a bit consuming there was no me time it was either like chef Cherie or business Cherie and there was no time for doing the fun stuff that us yachties love to do going to the beach having a rosé lunch at Catherine's like not letting it all consume you just starting small and having those goals and having your ideas I love that I think that is absolutely huge Mm, uh, yeah it's it's a lesson that I had to learn (laughs) yeah (laughs) not one that I honed in on initially but over the years I've certainly learned that you know you can't give yourself to others if there is none of you left to give yeah I absolutely love that I absolutely love that and that is it rings very true to me and I'm sure it will for a lot of the other listeners so I just want to value your time I think you've given so many freaking gold nuggets as I said I love what you do I love your brand I love your whole vision for being this go-to platform for yacht stewardesses and just the community you're creating and the even bigger one you are yet to create because, you know, having having people to turn to that are like-minded and that know what it's like to do back-to-back charters or be in foreign places with not always close friends around would have like helped me so much in the beginning of my yacht career, so much. So I'm so excited that you were doing this, that you're out there. Um, yeah, I, I just love everything about your vision and mission. So thank you so, so much for jumping on, Gemma. And we're going to put your blog, podcast, Instagram in the copy to this podcast so everyone can find you if they're not already following you. But thank you so, so much for jumping on. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. It's it's always such a pleasure to meet like-minded individuals and in yachting and out of yachting. It's just, yeah, I feel very honored to be on. So thank you. Yeah. Oh, my absolute pleasure. Yeah. Connecting online and offline is something very special. So guys, thank you so, so much for tuning in. Make sure you head over to The Yacht Stew on Instagram. Check out Gemma's podcast. Check out her blog. Check out her Instagram account, of course. And give her a follow and give her some loves on those incredible posts she's putting out there. Bye for now. Hey, Jan. Thanks so much for listening. Now, if you loved this episode and know a fellow female entrepreneur that's going to benefit from all the truth bombs I dropped in this episode, make sure you share it with them on your Instagram stories. I want to hear all your takeaways. So make sure you tag me as well, Sheree underscore Murray. Until next time, love from Palmer. 